hearing no. good dialogue. You're saying good stuff. You're doing it, baby, baby, baby. I love that Jim Barrett comes in before the show even starts with the good morning, fellas, and happy Friday. I uh, I shot him back a note, but it told me the note won't go until we're live. So now we're live. Hopefully the note is there. Nice. stuff. Yeah. Good morning, fellas. Uh, so we have Thursday night football to talk about, which was, yeah. uh, you know, and as you said, I think having the NFL around, everybody's got a different pep in their step. It's just nice. It's nice to have quality football being played. It's nice to be able to turn it on. Not that I'm staying up late to watch it, but it's just nice to at 830 when I'm getting ready to wind it down to have that on and watch a half hour of it. 45 minutes of it was nice. I, I totally agree. Um, big football weekend coming up. Um, lots of college games that matter. Lots of pro games that matter. Uh, young Noodleberg is on his already way on his way to games. The guy lives the greatest life ever. Like I don't know. I don't know who's interested in working it on the ball, but I think everybody should be because apparently you just get to travel and you know it's unlimited PTO and it's it's nice. It's a real nice life. You run the show. It's not <laughs> like, you know, this is under your guard. You know, you know me. I'd be breaking balls like you wouldn't believe, man. I'm like, I tell you what. I tell you what. He does a really good job of prior to leaving going, what do I need to have ready? What do I need to do? Like, and, you know, he drinks the Kool-Aid. He's prepared. He has, you know, the the structure laid out for him to go. And as long as everything, like, that to me is that's how people should be leading is here's your metrics. Here's your job. Do those things. I don't care if it takes you two hours or it takes you 75 hours. As long as your job is done, go ahead and do it. Christy Ruiz looking for a spot on the <laughs> roster. He's in. I don't know. I don't know that that would go so well for our partnership that we have. If we start stealing people away from people we're working we with. Listen, you start plucking A players from other teams, man. It's not yeah, good. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do so well for the revenue. Not piece. a good idea. Not a good idea. Um, but anyway, it is kind of fun because we are looking for somebody to fill a roster spot. So just throwing it out there. If uh, somebody is into coaching and playing and doing and um, Ramiro, what? Wow, very nice. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle, where we get together every single day, Monday through Friday, and we give each day a live at eight a.m. Baby, eight a.m. I've got great content today, and yeah. you know it's good. When somebody who was in the audience when I spoke in Nashville, Rachel Fox, comes post something this morning that mirrors what I'm going to talk about today and tags me in it. So, That's awesome. Uh, you know, I, just to give you this, she said, so I had to take a mental inventory of the voices in my head. Yeah. We are going to go there because those voices can be devastating to your progress. But... Let's get into some music. Let's wake and shake this thing up and then let's go because we got tons of stuff. Yeah. 
right. Here we go. Right. Let's roll. Beginning of the week, we spoke about chess, the power of chess. That might have been yesterday. Who the hell knows? When, whenever we did it. <laughs> Tuesday or Thursday, we did chess, which I was really excited. I'm using it, that those 12 things religiously. And then CBS News teased me up with this. Take it away, train of thought. Chess is a game of make-believe, kings and queens, pawns and rooks. So what does that have to do with real life? Well, it turns out quite a bit. Here's CBS's Jamie Ucas. It's the most unique piece in the game. For 12-year-old Andre, chess is more than just a game. I use a lot of stuff that I've learned on the chessboard in real life, like think before you move, think before I act out. He's just one of thousands of students from some of LA's toughest neighborhoods learning to play. I learned to play chess at age 13. It was a pivotal, pivotal moment in my life. Damon Fletcher grew up in Compton. After going away to college, he came home to find his childhood friends struggling. Some of them had fallen into the prison system, gang life, and drugs. And I just wondered, why did I have such a different outcome? And it was chess. Very good. I'm glad he started so Train of Thought to help kids of all ages find their inner king or queen. Every game of chess is 75 to 100 moves. And every single move that your opponent makes presents a new problem for you to solve. Kids are just having fun. They don't realize that they're solving problems. The answer is always there. How do you teach a five-year-old how to play chess? We actually have a really cool story that we use to help kids that age set up a chessboard for the first time. It goes, the king and the queen got married by the bishops. They rode on horses to their castle and had eight children. My main thing in class is be a scholar. So being a scholar to me is being prepared, productive, and never giving up. That's the best way to play. Mastering the game of life early. Bang! <laughs> like, what? Wow. Like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And this is the laws of attraction. Whatever you're thinking about, Boom, your brain attracts, man. So that comes to me, and I'm watching a 12-year-old, you know, changing, you know, doing life-changing learning early in his life. The other guy says, pivotal moment in my life. I was 13 years old, and I put the right stuff in, the right fuel. So uh, just some great imagery there, some great takeaways. You know, huge. Think before you act. The fact that it's all being taught through a chessboard, but they're teaching them the mental gymnastics that it takes. They're teaching them the mental process that it takes to solve problems, which is so fantastic. And, you know, I have to give a shout out and celebrate a life. We lost Trevor Moad yesterday to a two year battle of cancer. And, you know, he was he was a mental conditioning coach. He was the first guy that I had ever been around that talked about training your mind and he built a business around it you know his moad consulting was all about partnering with high performing teams and individuals to train the mindset and everybody he worked with had success whether it be the alabama crimson tide whether it be the georgia bulldogs whether it be russell you know russell wilson Who was they all partner? understood his business partner in trying to spread the word they had some great great content It'll and it's all about ball. the mind. Forget about being talented. Forget about having the physical attributes. Forget about everything else. If the mind is not trained correctly first, you're never going to reach the potential. So really awesome stuff. Great. So uh, it's Friday. 
I want to laugh. I want to lighten it up. Shay, show me Friday funny. You. You beautiful salesperson. Thank you for coming in here today and selling us your product. You are welcome. And we all dropped everything to listen to your pitch because we all agreed it was the most important thing we could do today. Can you believe the entire executive staff was available? And we love it. <laughs> we'll take 10 premium licenses or whatever costs the most. Hey, did I lose you? Oh, uh, no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm here. Well, this looks pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> That's great. He's dreaming. Doesn't happen that way. Just kind of funny to make fun of ourselves. If that's what you're waiting to happen, that's not going to be real. But I want to talk about the things that go through our head. Trevor Moad talked about neutrality. Scott, you know, threw it out there. Never too high, never too low. Stay in the work. Russell Wilson, if you follow his comments and his blogs and his stuff, He's always right in the center, never lets it get away from him. But, you know, as sales professionals, we get caught up in this lingo internally and externally. Shay, show me what uh, some corporate people sound like. Hey, Greg, just wanted to circle back on that Q3 forecast and try and land the plane from a KPI standpoint. Look, Patrick, you want to win-win, but I'm burning the candle at both ends here. Tell you what, let me easily put you on a quick hold and touch base with Darren using Zoom phone. Hey, Patrick. Hey, you want to pick your brain on the Q3 forecast from a standpoint perspective? Going forward, I think it's clear from a macro standpoint. we got to get granular and just hammer things out, you know? Put some chop in the water. Go back and sharpen our pencils. Hope is not a strategy. Copy that. So from a 30,000 foot standpoint, Darren is thinking we square the circle. Guess we're gonna have to loop someone in from sales. Roger. Sales is Carl. Carl, Patrick, Greg, Nancy, and I have the dry powder. Do you have the adequate tailwind to disrupt this space in a way that is actionable? Gonna need to marinate on that. Can we put a pin in it? It is what it is. Let's circle the wagons EOD and see if we can't flip that over and get the North Star back in the sky. We need to do a level set. Is Nancy in the dark? If so, you should ping her. Roger that. Copy that, Roger. Roger. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's really that unbelievable. Hope I mean, is not a strategy. Hope <laughs> is not a strategy. Um, many people who hang out with me challenge me on that one. But, you know, the same thing with luck. Luck is for those that are unprepared. Yeah, unprepared. So, you know, so this, this whole idea, um, the content today is going to all be about how we talk externally, the words we use, how we talk to ourselves. More importantly, Monday was a national positive thinking day, which to me is ridiculous that there has to be a day. Um, it's all about positive thinking, positive attributes. But before we do that, let's do some really cool imagery with motivational music. Life's like a road that you travel along. There's one day here and the next day gone. Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand. Sometimes you turn your back to the wind. There's a world outside every darkened door. Where blues won't haunt you anymore. Where the brave are free and lovers soar. Come ride with me to the distant shore. We won't hesitate to break down the garden gate. There's not much time left today. Yeah. Life is a high. 
So uh, Lori is correct. A little country. Yeah, well, you can't like the what, Rascal Flats is one of those bands that like you just can't go wrong, right? <laughs> like go ahead and pick from one of their ten. You can't lose. Today is National Country Music Day. So how about ah, that? Nice. So, so I uh, I actually went through a series of you know country songs. That one, the imagery is so great because as a guy who's sixty one years old. I can look back at the road traveled. I look at it as a highway. I made, I went fast, I went slow, I took exits. There were accidents along the way. I mean, so all the imagery of that really made a difference to me. And so I love that song, but I wanna talk about self-talk. That's what today is, positive thinking, but it's not always positive. Um, self-talk is the endless stream of unspoken thoughts that run through your head. These automatic thoughts can be positive or negative. How many thoughts go through the human brain every day? 60,000. 60,000. You are a great student because you listen to me. 60,000. <laughs> of the 60,000, how many of them are proposed negative? I'm going to say 70%. You would be wrong, sir. Upwards. 90%. 90%. Somewhere between 85 and 90%. And it's just the way we talk to ourselves. So the reality is, and I've said this in every single coaching session I've had, I do it with myself. We are programmed negative. We go to the worst case scenario all the time. We talk worse to ourselves than we would ever allow anybody else to speak. So I put a chart up of some of the examples just to get us going. So um, this is perfect. When people say, I've never done it before, you know, you are what you say you are. So if I've never done it before, it's an opportunity to learn something new is the positive side of that. Mark, read a few of these, if you will. Sure. I don't have the resources, which is like, you know, you're, you're, you're making it a fact and you're, it's very absolute. Like I don't have what I need to do that as a, opposed to saying, let me figure out what I need to make that happen. You know, there it says necessity is the mother of invention. But, you know, instead of saying, I don't have the resources, you can say, I need to figure out what I need in order to get this done. And, and that's two very different philosophies of it's finite. I don't have it. And this goes to the growth mindset, right? Or I'm able to find, I need to find, I know what I need to do. Not that it's an absolute already happening, but here's the work that needs to be done in order for me to figure it out. So here's a, here's a beauty. Um, I'm not good at LinkedIn. You know, <laughs> everybody says I, I'm not good at talking about myself. I'm not good is the absolute perfect example of someone who just has taken the negative approach because you are what you tell yourself you are. So sure. if you say to yourself, I'm investing the time to get better at LinkedIn. Watch how the world spins back at you through all conversations. So the health benefits of positive thinking are overwhelming. I've got a few that I can talk about. Increased lifespan. Positive people tend to live longer. Lower rates of depression. You're going to spend more time with yourself than you do with anybody. Yep. Um, lower, lower levels of distress greater resistance to disease. 
I'm a positive person. I've built this wall that I am healthy and wealthy and all those kind of things, psychological, physical, the, you know, it, it is endless. You have something to add to that? Yeah, I just I love I always think about it as the inner dialogue creates the lens that you view everything through. You know, like that imagery for me is like just picture yourself wearing glasses all of the time. And the prescription of those glasses is created through the mental dialogue that you have. So the more negative your your mental dialogue is, the cloudier and the darker and the harder it gets to see through those glasses, as opposed to being positive, which creates that clearer lens, that brighter lens, and it allows you to really absorb information better and see things in a different light. And so like when we talk about what it means to think and how you think, what information are you focused on? And that, you know, the mindset, the GOTV mindset module, that's, we don't just like, like talk about foot, like, you know, positive affirmations and here, just say 10,000 positive things to yourself. We talk about how to eat the right way, how to exercise the right way and why it all is the roadmap that builds the mentality that you need as a high performer. So, so I love that. I'm going to go back to Rachel Fox, who heard my keynote. My keynote always has a lot to do with how you're programming yourself. You know, what are you thinking? What daily habits are you doing? What daily thoughts are you putting in your head? And she, so she says, um, if you're not where you want to be, it's not because of the office, the training, the people, the technology, the systems, the product. This is a post that she did on LinkedIn. It's a direct result of your thinking. She goes, in my movie, which is exactly, everybody is the author, the director, the, the writer of their own movie. This is where the sad music ends and Rocky montage begins to show the doing because it's what you do when no one else is watching that creates the habits of success. Right, Steve Nudelberg? Right, Rachel Fox? Right, right, right. It is what you do alone. Now, you create the opportunities, right? Like we talked about sales being an opportunity creation, you know, responsibility that's what your life is like you create the opportunities because you're able to see the opportunities and you know i don't necessarily agree a thousand percent that the environment and the parameters don't have an effect but if you're thinking the right way and you build the mindset the right way you're able to make the decisions to get yourself out of those places and get yourself to the right places. Because that's what happens is if you're in an environment that's sucking the life out of you, you start buying into that dialogue and then it's a never ending trap. As opposed to if you keep your mindset and you continue to think the right way, you can build the courage and do what you need to do in order to get yourself out of that company out of that group of people and into the right company and with around the right people that will find that opportunity and that success for you. So, so the final piece of this positive stuff is we all know, and it's funny because I almost put it in there. Saturday night live had a character called Debbie Downer. You know, yeah. we all know that person. We all, we all know that person who instantly, ah, we can't do that. We shouldn't do that. Here's the problems. You know, there are, Einstein said something, you know, about people who create the problem before there, you know, there's any, before the problem even exists. So yep. there is something called PNR. And I always like to give real actionable 
um, nuggets. PNR is a positive to negative ratio. How are you interacting with other people? It's the number one metric that allows you to understand real time what you're thinking. This actually came from somebody in the marriage counseling space who said, I can tell you, I'll interview you. It'll take 10 minutes. And in 10 or 15 minutes, I can tell you whether you're going to stay married or not. I started reading that. I was like, what? Wait a minute. They said, if there are, you need to have counts. Was it John Gottman? Was it the you Gottman Institute? That might be right. That might actually yeah. be right. Yeah. His wow. books are phenomenal. Gabby and I have read them. We've done the exercises. Like we are full subscribers to the John Gottman Institute. For those of you that are looking for good relationship Beautiful. material. Beautiful. Well, so life is about relationships. My post yesterday was everything revolves around the relationships. So whether it's with your wife, your partner, your coworker, your kids, whatever, it's all about relationships. And the PNR ratio says, this is the math that you need to have five positive interactions to one negative to everybody that you're involved with. So if you're at a job and you're having two positives to every one negative interaction with your boss, get the hell out. <laughs> well, so I, I relate this to investment, right? Like I always like taking this to people's bank accounts. Let me, let me put this pro this Great. question out there. To you. If you put a dollar into the bank and then took a dollar out of the bank every day, how much money do you have? Zero. <laughs> okay, zero. You're broke, right? So if you're only putting a dollar in and then going to that person and asking for that dollar back every day, you guys are broke in your relationship capital. If you're putting $5 in every day and taking $1 out, you're putting $4 in and that compounds. And that's what the relationship is, whether it be in your personal life or in your business life, you want to be able to go to that person and, and take something out at some point. You got to be consistently investing in in order to have the account there to be able to withdraw from. Otherwise, you're going to go to pull something out when you really need it, and it's at zero. I, I can't think of a better way to end it. You know, it's all about capital. We've had that conversation before. If you invest the time, the energy, the thoughts into positive, positive, positive relationship capital, you will never, ever go hungry in your life. You will be fulfilled. You'll have great stuff. And so with that, I tell you to be an investor, invest all of that, because that's where the good things come from. And Mike Dooley, who if you follow Mike Dooley, he was in the secret. He was the one who coined thoughts become things. Love it. Think it and watch it happen. You guys have an awesome weekend. Go Gators, man. We're going to kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Here we go, baby. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this.